0: Welcome to Package Your Genius. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. I'm a former print journalist turned PR and personal branding pro, and I am here to help high achievers like you bring your genius ideas to life. Whatever gift you have to give the world, I want to be a catalyst for your next genius move. If you're ready to stop overthinking it and start putting yourself out there, you're in the right place. Let's go. welcome back to another episode of package your genius i am amanda miller little john and if you are new here i always have to remind myself that everyone is not a regular listener but if you are new here package your genius is my offering to the world as a personal branding coach it's where i work out some of the issues that i am experiencing in my personal life as it relates to getting my big dreams and goals done and getting my gifts into the world, but also that unique space where I also notice my clients struggling and I try to share the insights that can help all of us get moving, stop overthinking our gifts, stop overthinking our contributions and really get into action so that we can make the most of our time here. I am recording this episode um, shortly after the surprise and shocking death of NBA star Kobe Bryant. I was absolutely inspired by his work ethic and his approach to achievement and um, what I had read about him and the videos I'd watched of him where he talked about how he went after his goals and how he, really defined being a champion. And um I don't know, it's weird when you don't know someone and you only know them as a celebrity, you're only aware of them from their public persona, their personal brand, and you experience to some degree losing them. It really puts everything into focus. And for me it just puts into focus both my own goals and the things that I definitely wanna make happen, but also the why behind my work. And I'm, I'm even more convinced of the importance of what I'm doing now because there's so many of us who are walking around with gifts inside of us and we are not letting them see the light of day. And so I hope that this podcast can be a tool in your toolbox to help you get moving and into action. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to Gianna Bryant. Rest in peace to all of those who perished on that day in that helicopter crash, um, life is truly, truly fragile and precious. So lately I have been thinking very hard about the idea of snowballing and how you can apply effort, time and resources towards the goals that you have in your life by using the, the momentum of actually accomplishing a smaller, smaller goals. So you may be familiar with Dave Ramsey's debt snowball effect. He's talked about this and written about this widely. But basically, the idea for someone who is trying to tackle personal debt, from a financial standpoint is you take a look at all of your bills. So if you say you have 10 credit card bills, and they are in varying balances from $150 to uh, $15,000, right, you may think that the best way to tackle this mountain of debt is to try to start paying off the $15,000 credit card balance, but um, from Dave Ramsey's perspective, the better thing to do is to tackle the smallest debt first. So you you pay off that $150 balance, and then you apply the money that you were putting towards that balance to the next highest balance. So, say the next balance is $300, and say you were making um, you know $50 payments on all your all your credit cards and now you've paid off of this $150 bill and so now you have an additional $50 to add to your $50 payment for the next highest balance so instead of paying 50 towards the $300 balance now you're paying 100 and so once you pay the $300 balance off you apply the 100 that you were paying towards the $300 balance to your next highest balance. And so it creates this snowball effect. And essentially, um, if you look at the principle of getting rid of debt this way, it's the same thing or a same principle can be applied when we think about our goals. Because I know for a lot of us, we have these really big lofty goals and it's the new year still kind of in that new year timeframe. And so you may have sat down and written out a list of really big ambitious goals for the year. But what I'm learning is the more we can knock out some of those smaller things, the more we can experience the snowball effect of momentum and then apply that same energy that we had been using to accomplish some of those smaller goals. We can now, once we accomplish those smaller goals, we can apply that, that same energy to tackle some of our bigger goals. And so we're starting to compound the time and the energy and maybe even the financial resources that we're throwing at the loftier and bigger goals versus trying to tackle them head on. Um, That's a recipe for disillusionment. That can be a recipe for defeat. Um, If we try to tackle something that's too big and we're not ready for it and we quote unquote fail we may feel humiliated, we may feel defeated, we may feel like um, we can't get this goal done. And so we're discouraged and we don't wanna keep going. When we tackle these smaller goals, we can just get that sense of momentum from checking things off the list, which I love checking things off a good list. So, For those of you who do not know, I'm a personal branding coach, but at my core, I am a tinkerer. I like to say I am an engineer's daughter. So I think that is really a big part of my personality. I love to play around with things and figure out the formula for success. And I enjoy the process of tinkering and the journey to figure something out almost as much as getting to the destination of success, maybe even more than getting to the destination of success. So I have a program called Package Genius Academy, which is a group personal branding coaching program. So it's a hybrid of um, course instruction, so online training, group live coaching, through our office hours and then private one-on-one coaching where I work with our students individually. And so I've been running a version of this program since 2016. And in 2019, I decided to double down on my systems and I was able to streamline delivery of the program, taking the weekly time I spent on it from about 12 hours or so to about three hours each week. Now, why was that? I had a curriculum and a course sequence that worked. I had a communication system and a membership site, and I had trained my assistant on how to communicate with all of our our students to give them their class updates and their assignments and make sure they were prepared for office hours and for our live group coaching calls. After doing the program a few different times and you know having done it for years at that point I knew how to run it and then I could teach someone to help me administer the parts of the programs that did not require me to be teaching, right? So this all freed me up to create another level program. It freed me up to take more walks in the woods. It freed me up to write another book. And um, even within the program itself, having systems in place and having um, different things automated freed me up to engage with the students in a more meaningful way. So instead of worrying about making sure people were getting their emails to know when class started, I could worry about, you know, checking in on students to see how they were doing with their assignments, engaging in the Facebook group, going live, bringing in guest instructors. So we got to do more bonus lessons. So it just freed me up to make the program more dynamic. And so you would think that I've got this program that's working, it's awesome. And now I'm not spending nearly as much time on it as I spent in the beginning when I was first developing it and figuring out how to make it work. You would think that I would be excited about this, that I would be thrilled, because now I have more time to work on other things. But the brain is a funny thing. I almost made the mistake of confusing the ease of delivering the program with a lack of impact. You know, I started to think, cause now I got all this time, right? I got all this extra time to think versus administer the program and make sure it's being delivered. And so I started thinking if it's so easy, am I doing it right? Are people getting the result? Should I be doing more? and I really started to overthink it. Like, is this something I should be offering? Should I go back to the drawing board and create a brand new program or a brand new way to work with students? Even though people are going through the program, every time we have office hours, they're saying how great the breakthroughs they're having are. They're just giving me good feedback, but for whatever reason, because I have more time with myself, and the mind wanders, I started overthinking it. That's one of the reasons why I feel like I can talk to you guys frankly about overthinking because I am a victim myself, I know firsthand. I started to think about the program and if it was something that I wanted to continue doing, if it was something that still made a difference, if it was something that the world still needed. Like I started second guessing this incredible program simply because it wasn't hard for me to deliver anymore. It wasn't as difficult as it had been in the very beginning for me to deliver the work to my clients. And then fortunately, I started having one-on-one sessions with some of the recent students who've been through the program. And they showered me with their amazing wins. So we have people who are going through the process of learning how to talk about their genius and what they do. And they're having their first $15,000 months and they're on track to make that again next month. And so essentially their entire course of their financial life has been changed because whereas they only thought it was possible to make 3,000 or 5,000 and now they're making you know 15,000 on their way to 20,000 and they can see the light at the end of the tunnel, they can see a bigger vision than they thought was possible. And that was super powerful. I talked to another student who um, was in a pool of 480 candidates for a CEO position, and is now in her final round of interviews. She made it to the top two candidates um, for a CEO position, and so I'm hoping to hear some good news back from her soon. And while I'm listening to these results that clients are getting, and you know, she said that a part of her success or one of the things that she felt was a key to her success was getting the clarity around her accomplishments her past accomplishments so she could more powerfully sell herself in interviews and so being able to pull that narrative together to strengthen her LinkedIn profile and to really capture the impacts she's made over her career made her more confident when she's walking into these conversations about how she can lead a new organization. And so, I'm thinking over the results that my students are getting and I'm also thinking about these ideas that I've had about potentially changing a proven formula that is working. And I started to want, you know, to pick apart like what what is it about me that's making me overthink this or rethink it and what's making me wanna tinker with it aside from the fact that I love to tinker, right? Um, The work that I put in three years ago, two years ago, it's still yielding incredible results, right? And so my instinct, because now it's easy and I have more time and energy than I originally had, was to tinker with something that's working and make it hard again. I'm going to say that again. So once I got the program to a part to a point where it wasn't difficult for me to deliver, a part of me wanted to go back and break it again and make it hard again so I could kind of get that that high I guess from figuring out a problem, creating a new solution, getting something to the point where it works. And I think another part of me in some ways felt guilty because it was not requiring the same level of effort that it required in the very beginning when I was trying to get the program off the ground. And so that made me think about high achievers because that is the core audience I serve. And um, our instinct to work hard and to correlate effort and hard work with progress. When sometimes you put in effort and hard work on the beginning and you you get the project to a point where it is up and running or it's succeeding. And so instead of looking at the project and figuring out how you can tear it up and make it hard again, why aren't we reinvesting that energy that we no longer have to put into doing the work of building? Why aren't we focused on investing that energy and that time into the next level problem that may be present in our business or in our lives, right? Because you're not going to work as hard to maintain something as you work to get it off the ground. I mean, some things are really hard to maintain, but for the most part, if you're building something, it requires a different type of energy to build it, to, to get it working, to make sure it, it's effective, to work out the kinks. That requires a different energy from the maintenance of keeping it going. And I talked a few episodes back about being an activator and a maintainer. And I definitely am an activator. And I know a lot of people in my community are also activators. So activators, this may resonate with you. Like once you've activated something, you don't have to um, go back and break it so you can activate it again or reactivate it, right? Like you can move on to the next challenge and maybe find a maintainer or allow yourself to maintain it with ease and don't put the pressure on yourself to always have to be working so hard. The idea that you may not have to work as hard to maintain something as you have to work to get it off the ground may feel extremely unfamiliar to you if you've grown accustomed to striving and struggling and if you're an activator versus a maintainer. So you're used to having to put in all of that extra energy up front just to get something going. Um, And then after that, you kind of lose interest or you don't really know what to do with yourself but think about this at some point after you've put all this energy into getting something going it will inevitably become easy like that's just what happens if you think about a plane taking off the fuel and the energy that it takes for that plane to to get down the runway, pick up speed, and just hoist itself into the air. If you had to burn that much fuel for the duration of the flight, you'd never go anywhere, right? And so I want you to take that same approach when you think about your goals and your dreams. At some point, it's going to be easy. So once it becomes easy, I want you to think of this snowball effect, just like the Dave Ramsey debt diet. Once you've accomplished a smaller goal, now I want you to think of ways to reinvest your energy elsewhere. Think of ways to take that energy, take the energy that your brand required in the beginning and put that into a new area that you want to grow. And so for me, the academy um, is working well. I pretty much know where the roadblocks are. I can even predict where clients are going to probably struggle because you know you go from a point of defining yourself from a personal standpoint and from a kind of internal standpoint to having to actually put yourself out there into the world so I know the ins and outs of that program and so I could easily say all right forget it. It's just like not creating impact anymore. Even though it is, it's just me, right? It's just I'm not working as hard as I had to work to get it off the ground. And so since I'm not working as hard as I had to work to get it off the ground, the challenge for me now is to put that energy that I had to spend getting it off the ground, put that into problem solving around new challenges focus it into something else in my life that needs needs that energy. So now I can put the time into something else. Now I can put my creativity into something else. Now I can put my brain into something bigger because I'm being buoyed up by the smaller wins. And not to say that getting the academy off the ground was a smaller win but in the grand scheme of my life right and the things that I want to do with my entire life like what's the next big challenge that I want to tackle and I have mentioned here before that my next frontier or one of my next frontiers is really empowering parents to help their children figure out what is an area of focus that they can get some traction around. So they can build confidence around an area of genius. And so they can feel like they have something that's all their own, that's unique to them, and that they can take with them into the world. And so it is a pretty easy sell to help adults understand the need for why they should package their genius. But expanding that conversation to parents and to teachers, and to people who fundamentally don't respect children, um, generally speaking, Now, obviously, you know, if you're a parent or a teacher or an educator, and you do respect children, I'm not speaking to you. But children, I feel are a second class citizen class in our society, people don't respect them, they don't, Take them seriously or think of their ideas as holding weight. And so I'm really setting out to shift how we deal with children, how we look at them, and how we empower them because I believe children are people. They are not as old as we are. You know, all of their organs and their brains are not as fully developed, but they come here, especially as spiritual beings very very developed and in some ways I think they are fully developed and then society robs them of that innate light that they came to the planet with and so I really want to help adults who believe in children to help them get kids ignited inspired and focused on their unique gifts and talents and so that's a bigger mission that's a bigger why that's a big goal that's going to require some energy and guess what I have some extra energy because why because I've accomplished some of these goals down the line and so I want you to think about the things in your life that you have knocked out of the park that you have just killed and you may be at a point where you feel uninspired you may feel guilty because you're not working hard you may feel bored because you're not being challenged anymore i want you to accept those feelings for what they are but also i want you to think if maybe those feelings could be calling you to a higher level because now you have the additional spiritual mental and emotional space to tackle your next level goals. This resonated with you. And if you are a high achiever or no other high achievers who fall into the category of being activators, who work really hard to get things off the ground, but once things are off the ground, they feel guilty if they're not, you know, working 80 hours a week and just doing the most. I want you to share this episode with them to share with them a new potential perspective for how they can approach success. If you are in need of a community to help you keep your personal fires ignited around your goals and your personal brand, if one of your goals for this year was to put yourself out into the world to start monetizing um, your message and your gift and to maybe even create a new income stream from the knowledge you already have and the gifts that, that you've been working so hard to cultivate, then I want you to explore joining us in our upcoming cohorts of Package your Genius Academy. Now, we have two programs that are starting soon. One is for people who are trying to um, get their brands off the ground. So you're in the beginning stages, you've got something, but now you wanna take it to the next level by crystallizing your message around it, how you talk about it, um, the content you share around it, and how you promote it to others. So that's our first group. Our second group is for more established brands and businesses, so people who you know, know how to describe what they do and have a growing client list, but the new challenge for them is simply staying consistent so that they are talking about what they do and messaging what they do to their audience on a regular basis. And to do that, they know they need additional support. So our second program is more about implementation, where my team and I will actually help you get your brand out there. So it's less about learning what to do. And it's more about learning and actually having the support of experts in the communications and marketing space to help you package and promote yourself on a monthly basis. That's all I've got for you today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and for joining me. Uh, It's such an honor to share here with you. And again, I hope that Um, you are present to the fact that each day we have is not promised, it's a gift to be here. So what are you going to do with your one wild and precious life and the gift of today? I'll see you next time.